This, this is the Kristen and Knight podcast. Kristen and Knight podcast. Fueled by McCafe. Barista make coffee 24-7. On Mix 106.3. Yeah, you want to bring the tone down for everyone who's going to be out and about on Saturday night? It's so bizarre. I've gone, I mean, all of my friends are starting to turn 40, which is very exciting. Yeah. I turned 40 in July. And I've got a friend of mine, and I would never have picked him as a karaoke guy. Oh, here we go. Known him for years. Yeah, yeah. Years. Do I know this guy? Yes. Okay. Yes, you do. Right. You I met- didn't have to name him. I'm just just curious. As you a- met him at... Um, at your, your engagement party? My engagement party. Ah, up in the really tall building that I was afraid of. <laughs> I was very brave that night. I know you were. I put on a suit and went in a tall building. These are the two things I fear the most in I this know, world. I know, I know. And you had the, this look on your face where you're like, I am here for you. Yes. Okay? Right, I'm standing in the... Do you notice how I was always in the centre of the room or far away from the windows as possible? Yes. But you didn't do karaoke that night. No. But I... Yeah, it's. I mean, it's so bizarre. I don't, I don't know why he's chosen to do karaoke. I never knew that he was a huge fan of karaoke, but apparently it's his jam. His 40th... Saturday night is going to be you and and, and a bunch of his friends going out and do karaoke together. Doing karaoke. In in a public forum. You're not going over to his place with a karaoke machine. No, we're out because we're going out for dinner first. Oh, God, help us And then I don't know where you even do karaoke because I've never been invited to a karaoke party, but you've got to book a certain thing and... Like put everybody's ever, names down and you ever stop to wonder why you've never been invited to a karaoke party? Oh well, no, I have not. Okay. I've just been You're, too busy doing other things. Like singing. <laughs> 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 I am so excited. I can I okay? can imagine. And that's the problem. And you know, I just think there's a bit of strategy that really comes into your karaoke song, isn't there? Because I mean, in the sense that, yeah, being able to sing would be a good start. It's not just it's not just about what's your favourite song, because we all know that I love, I mean, I love Adele, I love Whitney Houston. Oh, yeah. You know, but I, I, see I, also, the problem is there. I, I also know <laughs> they're, more, they're more difficult songs. They mm. are. I, my range mm. probably doesn't stretch itself no. as far as Adele and Whitney. Close. Yeah, they, they got a few octaves. You've got from a D to a D minor <laughs> up your sleeve. So I'm thinking strategy, friends. All right. Because it's a competition, right, karaoke? Mm. Oh, like, it absolutely is. Everything's uh, a competition in this world, it, Yeah, every, do you vote or something? Like, surely there's going to be a prize as well. Look, the expressions on people's faces will speak volumes, no doubt. <laughs> that it will be. There might not be a number on a page, but it, you'll be able to get the vague idea what they're thinking. <laughs> so... What's your go-to karaoke song? Got some suggestions for you. Great. Okay, this is for you specifically, Kristen. Now, we want to hear from you on 64 friends, what your go-to karaoke song is and why. Please. you got a couple of options, mm. okay? Your first option is what I call the shock and awe option. Yep. All right, where you just come out swinging. Yep. And they, they, they even before the song starts, they see it written on the screen. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to go, oh, crap. <laughs> well, I'm not even going to try and compete with this woman. And it's this one. It's been You whip that one out, everyone will be in fear of you. Yeah, okay, but, but it, you got to have the chops to back it up. I'm just saying that's that's shock and awe. I'd have to rehearse that for six months before I got up on stage and did that one. What about the song that's already sung pretty badly anyway, so it's easier to disguise your shortcomings? Mm. Oh yeah. Really, all you're doing there is screaming. Yeah. Vaguely in tune. And good song. Yeah. But I've saved the last one, uh, my favourite till last, Kristen. This 
is the one I think you should go for. I've seen a bloke do this at a karaoke bar. Not only was he highly successful, but it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Mm. Because there's only one word in this song, and it's only sung about every 30 seconds or so. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yes. You do this one, about every 30 seconds, you've just got to go, tequila. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just rock out yes. for another 30 seconds. Oh, I love it. It's actually right? a great idea. Yes. That's your safety net. Yeah, okay. See, look at that. We're, we're, we're 40 seconds in, not a single word. How about, how about as well, uh-huh. I word up the bartender and get them to walk around with shots of tequila whilst I'm singing this song. No, like, no, no. You start with a tray of them. Yes. And each time, mm. right, you got like 12 <laughs> of them on a tray. You just pick one up and stand there with it. And every time, hang on, your first one's coming up. You ready? Have a practice. A little shimmy. Don't screw ready? it up. Ready? Tequila! Bang! And then you drink one and you start dancing again. Can't go wrong, Kristen. Oh, that's a good one. You yeah. cannot go wrong. Uh, the champs is what you're looking for. Okay. Yeah, so give that a run. Fun. Oh, we need to ask you some questions. Kristen and Nigel's $1,000 Minute on Mix on a 6.3. Was that a question? Regency Nights. Experts in curtains, blinds, awnings and shutters. Regencynights.com.au Reese, good morning. Oh, it's Renee. Oh, <laughs> I, that's it. I'm getting glasses. You need. You must need glasses. <laughs> it's not even close to Reese. G'day, Renee. How are you, mate? Hi. Good, thank you. How are you? Marvellous, marvellous. <laughs> now that she's made a fool of herself, Kristen's <gasps> actually got a legit question for you as a Queen Bee resident. Yes. Um, yeah. uh, if you could help her out with this. this, But this doesn't count to the $1,000 million. No. no this oh, darn. <laughs> but you know what? Just as important. It it's is. It's not more important. It is. There's an ad that's rolling around on our radio station, and it refers to Queen Bee, but they call Queen Bee Queen Bee Anne. And I have heard Queen Bee referred to as Queen Bee Anne yeah. Often. Yeah. Usually from, by people from Queenbean. Mm. Is it Queenbean or is it Queenbean? Renee should know. Well, Renee, which is it, mate? For me, it's Queenbean. But um, I do have friends that say Queenbean. Um, granted, I'm an importer. I've come from Queensland like 12 years ago. So mm. um, I, I've just stuck with Queenbean because I, I think that's... Yeah. Personally, how I pronounce it, but mm. yeah, I do have good enough for us, mate. Queen Bian. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you need to get some new friends because it's Queen Bian from now on in. That's <laughs> a, a change approved. Mm-hmm. There you go. Does that put your mind at rest, Kristen? It does. Excellent. I mean, not about my whole sight issue that I've got, but yeah. Well, Queen yeah. Bian, Queen Bian, done. Should have gone Tick. spec savers. Know what they say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, Renee, uh, I've got 10 <laughs> questions for you right here, mate. And if you get them all correct, or Reese, or whatever we want to no, we're going to call him Renee. Um, yeah. uh, get them all right, we'll, we'll give you 1000 bucks cash, all right, buddy? Sounds perfect. Yeah, yeah. And in spite of anything you may have seen on the telly last night, it, there'll be no tax on no. this either. You just take the ground and walk away clean. Mm. Uh, your time right. starts at the end of question one. If you don't know an answer, yell out pass and all of that sort of gear. You ready to go? Yes. Here we go. Renee from Queanbeyan. On The Muppet Show... Who is Kermit the Frog's girlfriend? Miss Piggy. Oranges, lemons and limes all belong to which genus of fruit? Citrus. Name the TV series in which Meghan Markle played the role of Rachel Zane. Suits. The classic 1988 Christmas film Die Hard is set in which US city? Uh, Los Angeles. Which NRL team is being coached by Wayne Bennett this year? Dolphins. Dancing on the Ceiling and All Night Long were both hits... Lionel Richie. 
On the periodic table of elements, neon, argon and xenon are known as what gases? Noble. A is alpha, B is bravo, but which word represents the letter O in the NATO phonetic alphabet? Oscar. Stratus, Cirrus and Nimbus are all types of what? In the TV series Bluey, what is the name of Bluey's mum? Chili. Chili is correct. (laughs) For a thousand bucks! Yeah! Yes! Yes! That was amazing! Renee! Oh! Right, look, this wow. is a phrase that gets used far too often, but, mate, what you did there was you just put on a clinic. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely wow. sensational work. Well done. The breadth of knowledge you displayed there, my friend, is truly, truly second to none. I got nothing. And I honestly thought that last question... Was going to be it. It yeah. was going to be it. Yeah. But and then, no. Almost, yeah. But I thank my youngest, um, Bryn, for getting me under Bluey. Um, it's a great show. I love it. it. It really is. It really is. We I, love Bluey. I don't have kids, but I love the bits of Bluey I've seen are utterly oh. fantastic. Binge it. It's absolutely brilliant. Well, I've got to watch Vanilla Rice Goes Amish <laughs> first, and then I'll watch Bluey after that, okay? <gasps> okay. Seems legit. Renee, well done. enjoy your thousand bucks. I'm yes. not going to ask what you're going to do with it, no. because that's what we always do, but all I will ask is that you buy something stupid with it, okay? Don't pay bills. Don't do sensible things. Treat yourself, <laughs> all right? Thank you. Good Thank man. You. There you go. Oh, God, that makes me feel awesome. good. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. I, I just want to go home now. All right, friends, come with us on this. It's yeah. a bit of a long shot. Hmm. Uh, this, is, this is a tough sell. Yep. It is Root Canal <laughs> Appreciation Day today. And you would have thought when we were being briefed in by the newsroom today that um, it would be the bits and pieces out of the budget that were the things that really stood out for us. No, no. Not really. We were like, sorry, sorry, it's Root Canal Appreciation Day? I mean, there's a lot of things in this world I'm prepared to appreciate, Tristan. Mm-hmm. I would get behind, um, let's say, for example, Cheeseburger Appreciation Day. Oh, yes. Uh, flat White Coffee Appreciation Day. Rhonda Birchmore Appreciation Day. Oh, the Birch. <laughs> Run at me with Rhonda. <laughs> I can appreciate all of those things and many other things that, that would spring to mind if I mm-hmm. had the time. But Root Canal. No. I'm finding it, hard to appreciate it. But the thing is... Maybe it's not that bad. The thing is, you and I have never had Root Canal. Nope. So maybe Root Canal has just gotten a bad rap. It's entirely possible, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that it's perfectly fine and, and people actually enjoy Root Canal. We're not making this up. I, no. I don't know who declares these days. Who, who has the authority to do it? It must be the there's a, the day department in Washington or something. They come up with this stuff. Sure. But according to all our sources, today is... Root Canal Appreciation Day. Like, it's got to be the Dentists Association, right? It's got to be. They're like, yeah, we can get this across the line. No one will know. You should see the sales. Yeah. Through the roof. Like when they are, nine out of ten bourbon drinkers are happier people, according to Jim Beam. Mm. Well, of course they are. (laughs) Kristen, say good morning to Debbie. Debbie, hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. When did you have Root Canal? I had Root Canal about 13 years ago. Yes. Okay. And is it, um, is it kind of like a one-day kind of thing or have you got to go no. how often? Oh, I had to go back at least four times and then I had to have a crown put on the tooth down the track after that. Mm-hmm. Without freaking out the kids, yeah. can you explain in 25 words or fewer to a pair of idiots who, who don't fully even understand what root canal surgery is, what, what are they doing there? Mm-hmm. 
basically they're take, popping the top of your tooth off. Right. Mm-hmm. They're getting all the pus and infected stuff out of your tooth. Mm-hmm. Right. Then they're kind of basically you have a shell of a tooth and they've got to kind of fill that and put a crown back on top or a mm. cap. Okay, so... That sounds like a lot of fun, Deb. You know, like one star is obviously no thanks, I'll pass. Five star is, you know, yeah, I, I recommend. recommend. Yeah, let's go again. If, if you... <laughs> If you've if you've not done anything Friday, like you know, maybe let's go. How many stars would you give Root Canal? Um, the lowest possible rating you could give it. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. So not easy to appreciate Root Canal on Root Canal Appreciation Day, Deb. You would say. No, Kristen, I'd rather give birth to children again than have Rip Canal on my front tooth. Oh, oh, okay. oh, Debbie, I'm hearing you. Okay. See, now the look on Kristen's face yep. says, said, now that makes sense to me now. Now yes. I, that, that's something I can relate to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe the appreciation for Root Canal Appreciation Day comes in after you've had it that you appreciate that you don't have to have it again. I guess. I mean, were you yeah. in pain before you had it and that solved the problem, Deb? Is it, in the long run it was oh. worth it? I was in massive pain, and my husband is currently going through it right now, and oh. he is massive in pain. Oh, right, poor right. thing. So it's a means to an end. It sucks, but at least it's better than dealing with what you had before you had root canal. Yeah, when you're swollen up like and look like a chipmunk, <laughs> yeah. and the drugs aren't working. Right. Yeah, yeah fair having, enough. Having the root canal is a means to an end. Mm-hmm. But it's a horribly it's violent, great. painful means to an end. Oh. Exactly. Okay. There you go. Deb, thank you so much for the call. I, that, that has cleared things up beautifully. You've mm-hmm. been wonderful. You should be a consultant. You should go to schools and talk to kids about this stuff. Well, I work in the school, so maybe oh, I want to tremendous. hear about it one day. Yeah, you no, kiddies love pus. They just do. It's <laughs> wonderful. Deb, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Cheers. It's time to get a bit Jerry Springer on you. Here we go. I saw this story this morning. I just couldn't walk away from it. It's, I mean, it's not even the sort of thing I'd normally get into, but I'm like, I, I need to be a part of this. <laughs> Is it because we're tired? Maybe that's why. Yeah. You're like, ah, oh, bit of juice, bit of sauce. Let's be honest. We all, we all deep down, mm. we all love a bit of, a bit of controversy. As long as it doesn't involve us. Oh, absolutely, and, mm. this, and this doesn't. This involves three complete strangers, Kristen, and I've had to invent names for them because in the story that I read, they're all they've. Oh, excuse me, they've remained anonymous. Mm-hmm. Just hiccuped in case you're wondering. Yeah, okay. Um, it's a story about a 21-year-old. Mm-hmm. Annie. Annie, we've called her. She lives with her mum, who's a 43-year-old lady, and we've called her Benita. Mm-hmm. Now, Annie met a bloke when she was at uni mm-hmm. um, who's a bit older than her. Um, so she's 21, he's 29. Okay. And they've been best friends for ages. Mm-hmm. Just, But they never dated. They they, were, they weren't together. They were just buddies. They were friends. Friend-zoned. Yeah, I think he was friend-zoned maybe. I don't know. Or, or she was. Someone got friend-zoned. They've never been a romantic couple, Annie and Trevor. Mm-hmm. They've just been friends. But when, when the pandemic hit, Trevor's uh, apartment, he was going to lose it because the rent went up and he couldn't afford it. He had nowhere to live. So Annie said, hey, why don't you use a spare room at my mum and uh, mum's place where I live? Okay. You know, you can help us pay the rent. It'll help you out. Everybody wins, right? Mm-hmm. So Trevor moved in mm-hmm. with with Annie and Benita. Right. Um, now, mm. I'm not going to get into details here, but let's oh, no, just please skip get into for- details. No, we're going to skip forward about, I don't know, let's say six months mm-hmm. after Trevor moved in. Yeah. Trevor mm-hmm. is now engaged <laughs> to Annie's mum. <laughs> to Benita. And Annie... Mm-hmm. is freaking out. Wow, okay. She's like, how did I not see this coming? So... I, I mean, I feel betrayed. I feel like you've been hiding it from me because she didn't even know they were getting romantic until the ring went on the finger. Oh, It just, it just well. came out of nowhere. They went from, 
where he's just our housemate to he's now engaged to my mum. Like, Annie, are you living in the same house, doll? Pay attention. Come on. Come on, I, Annie. Even I can see the oh, signs, Oh, Kristen. my God, for sure. When, the... you're, when, when you're about to put a ring on it, yes, you can see that in their faces. Absolutely. So like the way, the way she passes the salt at the dinner table mm-hmm. with the lingering touch. Mm. You, you see that? Uh, I, I'm guessing Benito... Was single. Benita had look. It doesn't specify why she was single. Whether her husband mm-hmm. passed away or whether they got divorced. But according to the story, she had had been single and desperately lonely for about ten years. Right. And Annie is kind of talking. She's like, "Look, I'm really happy that my mum has finally found someone." Yes. Just kind of wishing it wasn't my mate Trevor, you know. But. And and she's gone to as you do in a situation like this. You don't talk to your friends and family about it. Mm-hmm. You go on Reddit. And you and you and you ask other you ask complete strangers, am I being a jerk here by by okay. not being happy about my mum's well, engagement? Uh, are you not happy about the engagement, or are you not happy about the fact that they've kept it a secret from you? Now that well, I'm with you, Annie, I'm with you. Like guys, okay, you started dating. This is obviously becoming a little bit serious. Maybe something you might want to have mentioned. Sitting at the dinner table. Yeah, before the before the engagement ring went on. Yes. You know, before it got it got past the point of no return. But if they're both consenting adults. Yeah. Oh look, I have no and your issue with it. I and don't... your mum's happy. Yeah. Sorry, Annie. You should probably pick out a nice outfit, love for the wedding. Yeah. You would and... be very lucky. You'll get to sit at the bridal table. <laughs> and not the kids' table. <laughs> oh my god, no, does that no. does that mean hold on, hold on. The I kids' just... table is the best table <laughs> in in any wedding. You'll have the most fun at the kids' table, as trust as, me. As long as Trev doesn't start bossing Annie around. You know what I mean? Because Oh, because he then becomes her stepdad. Yeah. Oh, okay. I get it. You see I get what I'm it. saying? I get it. That just got weird. Like, imagine if I married Trish. <laughs> and then I became your stepfather. <laughs> the age gap's about right. I mean, I didn't mean to freak you out there. I would totally call you dad just to... <laughs> We have a very special guest on the phone, Kristen, um, a bloke who's very, very busy at the moment mm-hmm. for, for many reasons. Say day to Kent from XO Restaurant in Narrabunda. G'day, Kent. Hey, how are you guys? Good morning. Kent, oh my goodness, you almost broke the internet here in the nation's capital yesterday with mm. your post. Signing off, my yeah. friend. There's never an easy way to say goodbye, but it is time to bring a close to this chapter. I'm sorry to hear that EXO is closing its doors, mate. Oh, no, nothing to be sorry about. It's been a beautiful journey. Um, we've been in business for eight years. We've been able to, you know, provide for community, um, put our spill or our interpretation of what was the dream or the vision of what we wanted to do um, to share um, our version of that food or that style of dining and it's been great um, and we're very um, humbled by it um, and I think for us it's just a very, uh, it wasn't an easy decision but I think it was an easy decision in a sense to see how everything's been travelling with our industry and given how long we've been in being, we've been in Narabundo or how long we've been doing XO we thought that it was just a good sensible time to, uh, to call it stumps. And I think that that for us as punters, as the people who um, sit and eat your beautiful food, I think that that's what was surprising to us that, you know, you hear a lot of chefs or owners go, hey, it's time for a new adventure and off they go and you're like, oh, that's a bit of a bummer. But to hear for you guys that it's actually really hard. It's hard to be in the hospitality industry at the moment with the rising cost of everything that I think that really broke our hearts. Yeah, I mean, but it's hard for everyone. And I think, you know, you've got to be sensible um, to also 
I guess in this case, the environment and how things are travelling. And obviously, you know, with that being in mind, there's also a version where you just didn't want to cut it off cold turkey, where you wanted to have your versions of goodbye because you've made a connection with the people that have come through, the staff that have helped you along the way, that don't just be the, the professional relationship becomes a personal. Um, and oh, we yeah. thought that that was the best way to do it because at the end of the day, people don't want to, people want to be able to have their version of that, that, that last, that last hit or the last hurrah. So, um, I think it's going to be a very fun five months for us, hopefully. So, yeah. yeah, October is when it all wraps up for you guys, mate. And yeah, um, yeah, we wanted to wrap it up uh, on our eighth birthday because lucky eight, um, and that's probably the reason why we wanted to do that. Um, and it's been, um, and it's, 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 yeah, I, I didn't, ex- we we didn't expect from the three of us, AK, Greg, and I. We didn't, ex- you know, it's the, the truth is we didn't expect such a. a a positive outtake of, you know, just the sheer support from the Canberra community. So that's been very overwhelming, actually, really so, overwhelming. Which yeah. is always one of the hardest things, isn't it, that it's not until you have to say goodbye that maybe you get a little bit more of a perspective on how loved you oh, were, yeah. you yeah. know? And that's that's the thing. Let's not, um, uh, as Kent so beautifully put it, let's not mourn the loss. Let's celebrate the eight years of excellent mm. food, the, the Asian bolognese, all the fun oh. games that's been going on there. <laughs> Delightful. Um, but the overarching message, one of the quotes in this article, Kent, and we'll, we'll wrap, because I know you're a very busy man, you've got to get going. The quote I saw in your article says, rising costs, enduring skills shortages, and razor-thin margins make running a restaurant an extreme sport, mm-hmm. um, which is a beautiful, beautiful way of putting it. And Kent, um, we'll, we'll let you get back to, to making wonderful food for the people. You've only got five months left. Let's not screw this up. Uh, best of luck with it, mate, and, mm. and thanks for all the food and all the memories over the years. No, thank you so much, guys. We love you. That was the Kristen and Knight podcast. Filled by McCafe. Barista make coffee 24-7. On Mix 106.3.